the business, Christian Business Seminar is an initiative of Kawata Baptist Church under the conference ministry and with partnership with the media ministry of Kawata Baptist Church. Some ground rules. Uh, the business seminar has been uh, streamed via three platforms. The first one is Zoom. The second one is Facebook. The third is YouTube. It's easier to manage Facebook and YouTube, but on Zoom, we need to have some ground rules. Firstly, as you enter, you will find that uh, no one is being asked to stand aloud. Don't uh, admitting everyone in. So please, as you come in, make sure that your mics are muted. Right, make sure that your mics are muted so that we have a, flow, a smooth flow of conversation tonight. Other than that, you'll be given an opportunity to chat uh, through the chat box. Feel free to write your messages ahead of time, or you can keep your uh, questions. And later on, you'll be given an opportunity to raise your hand and ask your questions to the guests that we have tonight. We are very excited to host this business seminar and just a brief account about where we've begun. This is the 10th year of the Christian Business Seminar. And the reason why this was begun was number one, that business is not just there for people to enrich themselves. And it is part of the dominion mandate over the resources God has given to us in light of Genesis 1. So God has given us the duty to subdue the earth, to be fruitful, to increase, to multiply, to make sure that we use the resources that God has given to us. Secondly, that when people go into business, it's not because they want to be wealthy per se, or they are greedy people, or because they see other careers as less, less important. Rather, it's an opportunity for them to glorify God and that their motives can be pure, can be clean, in an intention to worship God. Thirdly, for those joining business, we've seen some testimonies across our circles, how that those who've been blessed in their businesses have gone on to support mission work in the country and outside the country. Because God has blessed them so much, they have felt the need to be a blessing in God's work. And those are some of the motivations of us starting this Christian business seminar. So welcome this evening and uh, allow me to welcome our first guest. I'm very delighted, I'm very excited to our ambassador with us this evening. Good evening. Good evening, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, just a short introduction of Ambassador Mumbakapunpa. So before joining the diplomatic service, uh, Ambassador Mumba S. Kapunpa practiced law since 1972. I was not born. I don't know what was happening in the world. Working in public service for more than 32 years, uh, Ambassador was appointed as the Permanent Secretary, Treasury Council at Zambia's Ministry of Finance between 1982 to 92, then served as the first Secretary and Chief Executive of the Securities and Exchange Commission between 92 and 2002. He's fondly known as the father of capital markets in Zambia. Now, a board which is uh, responsible for regulating and supervising capital markets. He has thus pioneered the establishment and development of the capital market of Zambia. Uh, not the least, and uh, his profile goes on and on as you would imagine. 
He was the chairman of World Vision Zambia from 2013 to 2015, and is a uh, corporate governance expert, guru, and fellow of the Institute of Directors in Zambia. He was admitted to the rank and dignity of state council at State House in April 2014. Zambia has very few state councils, so it's an honor to have Ambassador Mbakapimba on the floor with us tonight. But also, he is a Christian, he is a believer, and he joins us this evening to share insights regarding capital markets. Uh, before I ask you uh, one important question for me, I want to share with the audience that when Ambassador Mumbakapumpa became a Christian and uh, the news was flagged, it, 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 we found it in newspapers. I was at the University of Zambia and uh, my friends and I sat and we were amused at how God is able to move in mysterious ways to serve his own. And so, Ambassador, could you please just share with us how you became a Christian? Thank you very much. Uh, First of all, thank you for having me here. Um, I, I believed in God all my, my life as a young person, but uh, I was not a believer. Uh, right through school, up to university, I finished university, I began working. Um, and, and to me, I was married, I had a beautiful wife, uh, I had children, and I was attending parties. Uh, so, the issue of uh, becoming a believer wasn't really a point that I even thought about uh, at all. Until when I, and I was quite fairly old, by this time uh, I must have been around 50. People in Zambia were being hijacked, their cars stolen and they get killed. Mm. So I was hijacked by four armed men, and uh, in my car, I was driving then a Prado, uh, around 20, just a little over 20 hours. And uh, they drove me around, uh, uh, and they were asking me all kinds of questions. And uh, sometimes, for instance, if they could say, Iwachimdala, uh, what's your name? I tell them, where do you work? And I mentioned that uh, I'm retired, they said, no, no, you are the minister, you beat me up and so on. And then they began discussing how they're going to kill me. They were discussing among themselves. So I realized, and having heard and seen uh, that many people had been hijacked and killed, I knew that I was going to be killed. So as they drove around, this is at night, I began praying a very simple prayer. Now, don't forget, I had not been a church-going person. So I don't really even know, uh, I didn't know at that time what to pray and how to pray. But I just said a very simple prayer, Lord, save me and I will save you. And I repeated that again and again and again. They would slap me. Uh, I was so scared, my mouth was completely dry. And I keep saying, Lord, save me, and I'll save you. At some point, the, what, the, cha the chapel looked like the leader of, of, of the group said, look, we don't have to kill this man. We've already taken the car. Mm. Uh, but they argued that eventually they, he convinced them. And then they took me out of my car and threw me uh, like a bag of potatoes. 
and they told me that you run, if you look behind, we will kill you. And I ran. I ran, I fell, I ran, I fell. Now, this was um, uh, around the 4th of uh, uh, December, uh, uh, 2002. So it had been raining and, and, and running and falling and running and falling. My entire body was all dirty and, and, and the color of my hair didn't help because it, it looked uh, as if I had been put into some millimeter bag and so on. And eventually, uh, subsequent to that, I discovered that in fact, where I was running and falling, thinking it was a uh, uh, sweet potato mound, that, that was actually a graveyard. So I'd been falling and, 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 and rising from, from, from uh, graveyards. And uh, uh, well, <laughs> before I believed and, and, and being an African, the graveyard is not exactly the best place you want to be That's in the nice. middle of the night. Yeah. But anyway, uh, eventually we got to the police and, and, and eventually I got home. And then I got extremely worried that I had been making, as it were, a deal with the Lord. Mm. Save me and I will save you. Mm. He had kept the part of his bargain. Mm. He had saved me. Mm. So I needed to save him. And uh, for about three weeks or so, I, I, was, I was constantly uh, scared and afraid of li literally leaving my shadow. Mm. Until somebody came to my house uh, and I explained to him what had happened to me. And he says, uh, rather jokingly, I think I know where you want to go. Mm. And he gave me directions uh, to um, uh, the, 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 the uh, Lusaka Gospel Hall in mm. North Me. Yes. I went there, and many people knew me in, in that place. So they came, Mr. Kumpa, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Mm. So I jokingly said, I'm looking for God. <laughs> and they said, you have come to the right place. And on that day, um, it must have been 3rd or 4th of February. Mm. I was wearing a suit, mm. but I went down on my knees in that particular assembly hall, confessed of my sins, mm. and gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. A month later, I was baptized, and I've never looked behind. Mm. Uh, it's been, uh, for me, it's been one growth to another in terms of uh, uh, saving the Lord, in terms of understanding uh, who God is, and uh, there are there were occasions when I would tell some people that I'm a believer and they'll say, well, we have heard that story before. Even I myself, that's what I used to think. But now I know that you could be whatever you could be. You could be the worst thief, the, the, the worst criminal. But if you do confess of your sins and place your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, genuinely, you'll be saved. That's how I was saved. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for sharing your testimony uh, and encouragement to many of us. At this point, I'll just break down the program for those who just joined in. A very warm welcome for those who have just joined us. Uh, the program today is as follows. We're going to have a presentation from Ambassador Mbakapumpa on capital markets, after which we're going to have questions from you. Uh, so you are free to type your questions right away as the presentation is going on or you can raise your hand and we'll get your questions at the end. 
We are also joined uh, by uh, Mr. Jack Kanyanga, uh, one of the gurus as well in the area of capital markets, and you'll be giving us uh, some insights and answering questions. You'll be on the panel much later on. So we'll proceed and uh, have your presentation. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, I, I thought um, since really the discussion is on um, capital markets, yes. stock exchange, but this is a Christian seminar. Yes. I am a Christian. Mm -hmm. So I thought that perhaps uh, let me clear um, the issue which bothers a lot of uh, people. In other words, um, uh, can a Christian be a businessman mm. or businesswoman as well? Uh, so although the topic that I want to discuss is what are the pros and cons of investing on the stock market, I want to begin by answering this question. Um, uh, should a believer be engaged in business? What does the Bible say about business? And uh, uh, I've, I've concluded that after reading, and we shall read together very soon, that the Bible actually uh, looks like sometimes it says yes, sometimes it says no. Uh, but after that, then we, we will look at the stock market itself uh, and the, the LUSE, the Lusaka Stock Exchange, alternative market, uh, what are the qualifications, uh, and who benefits from uh, 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 LUSE. And then I'll touch a little bit on uh, uh, corporate governance. Then we'll end up with the last word uh, uh, on, um, uh, on, 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 on from the word of God. And uh, um, I'd like to read uh, on this is slide three uh, as a prologue. What Matthew 16, verse 26 says, and I quote, and I'm using the KJV. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? I'm using this as a backdrop, as, 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 as a reminder to all Christians that yes, be a business person, yes, make your money, but don't put everything into the making of money to the point that the whole world doesn't matter anymore. What matters to you is the money that you make. So your soul is much more important than the money that you may make. So Matthew 16, verse 26 gives us that. Now, on my slide four, should a believer be engaged in business? And I'm quoting something from, from the Psalms. Psalm 49, two verses there. They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, None of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. For the redemption of their soul is precious. It is seated forever. In other words, what this is saying is that, yes, you can be engaged in business, but don't put the wealth that you gain at the front of everything. Because if you did that, then you're not operating like a believer, like a Christian. But what does the Bible say 
what, what does the Bible actually tell us? In my five fifth slide, I'm asking the question, what does the Bible say about business? And a very well-known uh, quotation of the Bible, First Timothy and chapter 6, 1 verse, verse 10 says, For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now, that has been misused sometimes. The word of God doesn't say money is the root cause of evil. No. The word of God says the love of money. It means that you love money so much that you begin to worship money as if money was actually God. You ignore everything about God and you create so much passion for money that you make money your God. That's what the word of God says. And then 2 Corinthians in chapter 6, from verse 14 to 18 says, Be ye, this is again a very popular um, a quotation, and, 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 and I'll say when normally we use it. Be ye not equally and equally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion had light with darkness? And what concord or accord had Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, and, and the Bible here quotes the Old Testament. I will dwell in them and walk in them, I, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord God Almighty. In other words, this is what I'm quoting from the Bible. Seems to be saying very clearly that there is nothing wrong in a Christian being a business person. But don't make your business, don't make your search for the money don't make your demands for making money to be the answer. Luke and chapter 12, verse 16 says, And he spake a parable unto them, saying, and again, this is a very well-known uh, quotation, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this I will do. I will pull down my bands and build greater, and there I will bestow all my fruits and goods. And I will say to my soul, Saul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Hmm. But God said unto them, the word of God says, 
thou fool, this night thou shalt be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Meaning that, you see, you, 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 you can't, you, 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 have, you have no control over your life. So you can't begin acquiring wealth and, and becoming richer and richer and richer, forgetting about God. Because the moment you have 10 Mercedes Benz and you have got three uh, uh, houses and, and five uh, flats for renting, and then you sit back and say, oh, I'm a rich man. That same day, God may say, oh, my friend, you're very foolish. Out you go, and you're out, and you die. And the word of God is saying, once you, that has happened to you, what will happen to the so-called world that you had? They say it. I mean, slide eight. Now, again, it's a story which has been told again and again and again. This is Matthew 21, verse 12 and 13. You can find it in Mark chapter 11, verse 15 to 17, or Luke chapter 19, verse 45 to 47. This is the story which we have read so many times. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but he have made it a den of thieves. The Lord Jesus Christ angrily threw everything out of the temple because uh, there were money changers. You see, what had happened those days is that you had to have a particular type of money to be able to give as an offering in church, so in the temple. So there were money changers. You come with your, your ordinary money and they change you. And also they were selling doves. Doves were the thing that were, uh, that were used for, for sacrifice and so on. So they, 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 they appear to have been doing good things for the Lord, but in fact, they were actually cheating and, 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 and the way those who are selling, those who are, were exchanging, were doing it not in the name of the Lord, but to enrich themselves. So the Lord threw them out. All this, what I've, I've, I've quoted in various uh, portions of scripture, uh, seems to be saying to us that the Lord is not against business. That God does not say you should not be a businessman or you should not be a businesswoman. What the Bible is saying is that be a businessman, reach out and do your business, but don't do it as if the business is the God for you. You must do your business, but at the same time, you must ensure that what is important to you is that you believe in the Lord and you do your work for the Lord. That's one. Two, don't cheat. Don't don't sell. You, you know you can make a profit or you, you can profiteer. In other words, where you, 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 you want to make 100% uh, 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 
win over the thing that you buy and you're selling and so on. One of the quotations that I quoted, uh, we usually quote it um, when people are getting married. And the teaching is that don't be unyoked with an unbeliever. In other words, a believer should not marry an unbeliever. But if you're already married, the Bible doesn't say you should divorce your wife or you should divorce your husband. No, stay with that particular individual, whether they are not uh, uh, believers or not. And we pray that as you live uh, a, a, a great life of a believer, you will teach them. You preach the gospel to them because the gospel is not just something that you preach from the pulpit. No, the gospel can also be preached by the way you live. Your life should be able to preach the gospel. And if you are, if you are, you find yourself in a situation where you're already married and then you become a believer, don't divorce your your spouse, but preach to them the word of God. Preach to them the gospel, the way you lead your life. Now, having said that, having concluded. Therefore, that a believer can be Christian and a Christian can be a believer. There is one particular type of business that uh, uh, I would like to talk about, and this is yeah. the stock market. Right. Um, you, in, in, your, in your intro, you did mention, and it's correct, that uh, uh, I was one of those people in, in, uh, in the year 1993 uh, who were pioneers to start the stock market in this country. And I was appointed as the, the first secretary and chief executive of the Securities and Exchange Commission, which essentially was there to start the stock market, the capital market, mm -hmm. and, 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 and teach uh, the Zambians how the market should, what, should, should, should work. And uh, we therefore started, we, we, we had the, the, the Osaka Stock, Ex stock Exchange, uh, LUSE, uh, register in 1993, and, and it began its operations in 1994. Now, the stock exchange was established specifically to help those who want to go into the business of capital market. Yeah. It's a regulated market. Now, for the Christians out there, I'm encouraging those who have small businesses, small and medium businesses, they are the ones that I am addressing myself to on my slide 10, that if you have a small medium business, you can go to the stock exchange and raise money there. How do you raise money? You raise money by ensuring that one, you appoint what is referred to as a disconnected advisor. A DA. This is somebody who helps you move along to, to, to teach you on how to raise money on the Lusaka Stock Exchange. They will do a due diligence of uh, your, your business and they will let you know what you ought to do to create the confidence among those who may buy shares uh, in, your, in, in, in your company. Now, they um, the, 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 the GA is a very important person because that is the one who gives all the advice to a small business. So the small business must always ensure that they do get uh, the GA to help them and for them to 
apply and deliver the application to the Lusaka Stock Exchange. And you will then be put on what is called the Lusaka Stock Exchange Alternative Market. Lusaka Stock Exchange Alternative Market. The alternative market is a smaller market where startup companies go to, as opposed to the main uh, market or the main board, which is really for big guys, as it were. But anyone with, with a small business, and when I say small business, I'm, I'm talking about one which has a minimum um, uh, of employees, anything uh, between 20 and 150 employees, and um, your, your, your turnover is roughly 250,000 kwacha, uh, or if, if you are as rich as you are looking at <laughs> 20 million kwacha and, and, and so on. But what is more critical is that either you have been in operation for five years, or you have increased the revenue in the last three years, or you have a business plan, which means that for a, a small business out there who'd want to go to the Lusaka Stock Exchange alternative market, do a business plan. Even if you are, you are only in business for the last one year, yeah. do a business plan and you go to the market and you get a, a DA uh, who will help you. Uh, now, when you get to the market, you have to be prepared to sell shares to the rest of the people to come in. And once the DA advises you, the designated advisor, you produce um, a, a prospectus which will show that you have at least 500,000 shares that you want to sell. And you're no longer a, a company that you own. You want other people to come in. And 10% of those shares have to be bought by the general public, by the general uh, membership. Uh, and of course, the last thing I, I almost forgot, you need to appoint an accountant. Um, uh, accountants uh, are, are not cheap, but you may not appoint an accountant who works for you alone. You could go to an accounting firm and ask that a particular uh, accountant begins to, to work for, 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 your, for, your, for your business. Uh, and, and once that is done, uh, automatically uh, you, you can be put on the alternative. But what are the benefits of uh, uh, you going to the Luce alternative market? Um, one, long-term money. This is on uh, uh, slide 16. Long-term money as opposed to bank money, which usually you borrow money. And uh, before you even leave the bank to go to your business house, they begin to charge you interest. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so, but there's no interest when, when, you, when, when you sell your shares. Uh, to to, uh, to it, 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 it's, it's well borrowing money, but we're borrowing money by people becoming shareholders in your in, in, in your in your company. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no property transfer tax charge whenever you transfer those uh, uh, shares uh, and so on, uh, and you broaden your shareholding, um, and of course your your profile as an organization as as a, as a business. Uh, begins to to improve, and uh, as I as I come to an end, I need to talk about corporate governance. Mm. Corporate governance is a system 
in which accountability and transparency is emphasized. Um, when you come to the market, when you come to the Rusaka Stock Exchange, there you'll be expected to undergo a training in corporate governance. Um, corporate governance is, is, is a, a system which is being promulgated by the Institute of Directors. Uh, I'm one of the founder members of the Institute in the year 2000. Uh, so uh, you as a company uh, will have to know how to the, the, um, hold meetings every so often. You have to have a small uh, board of directors. If you are a small medium company, you could have three, four, five people who meet say four times in a year to come and discuss how the business uh, should be run and so on. So it becomes uh, extremely important and you must make sure because when, when you are your own business, uh, you could be the chairman and uh, the CEO and the director of this in all road in one. But corporate governance says no, you must split. You must have a chairman separate from the CEO, separate from somebody else and so on. So those are important um, things that, that you as, as a, a small medium business company. And the last word I want is again, a word from, um, from the Bible. This is from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11. And this is extremely important. It says, But thou, O man of God, flee from these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. What this is saying really, that when all is said and done, if you, a business person, Realize that the person who's trying to be your partner is a non-believer. Run away, flee. If you are about to deal in a business deal, you're about to enter into a business deal, and clearly you could see that this is not clean. The Bible is saying flee, run away. In other words, uh, don't wait and say, no, 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 no. I thought I could leave after making money. No, it may be too late. The Bible says, flee, flee, flee from anything that looks like it's not clean. That's all I have to say. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I'm, I'm very glad, uh, Ambassador, because you've given us an opportunity to ask a number of questions in the presentation. So I'll ask, uh, as we go into the question time, that uh, we have uh, our guest, our panelist, Mr. Jack Kanyanga, also join us. Uh, ask our team to set him up. As he comes through, uh, allow me to say that uh, when it comes to capital markets, many don't know where to start. And with the advent of technology, people have the ability to trade and make money online by buying shares or investing in promising companies. This sector is not without casualties. Some evil market players have caught and suspecting individuals and even the elderly getting off with their hard-earned money. Okay. Uh, Mr. Jack Kanyanga is the managing director of the broker firm and uh, a small or rather a brief bio about uh, Mr. Jack is that 
Mr. Jack is the MT, as I said, of Stockbroker Zambia Limited and is responsible for day-to-day -day operations as well as leading, implementing, and executing the company's strategy. He joined uh, SBZ in June 2018 and brings with him over 10 years' experience as a portfolio manager with a leading regional asset management company. In this period, his work in investments has covered the broad spectrum of the Zambian economy and the deep understanding of the Zambian capital market through participation in IPOs, underwriting mandates, capital raising, money market investing, and real estate development. Quite a uh, mouthful, uh, you would say. And so some of the people who are tuned in this evening, uh, Ambassador and uh, Mr. Jack Kanyanga, are individuals who are not necessarily companies, but they'll find themselves investing in cryptocurrency, okay? And uh, because of these smartphones that we have, people have got this ability to trade online. And so I've seen quite a number of elderly people, uh, our parents uh, buying shares online. And even these funny graphs that come on the phone showing them how much money they have had. And I even have colleagues, friends who say we've earned this much and they've gone to the ATM to cash out and they failed to cash out after investing quite a lot. So to set the stage, uh, firstly, welcome, Mr. Jakanyanga. Uh, Mr. Jakanyanga is a deacon at uh, Lusaka Baptist Church, a Christian too, and as I said, uh, managing director of SPZ. So setting the stage, what would be your what would be your advice to unsuspecting uh, young people and elderly people dealing with these cryptocurrencies which are not regulated? You can start with your ambassador. And yes. Um, first of all, uh, the rule of the thumb says if it sounds like it sounds unbelievable, mm. perhaps it's not unbelievable. It's not believable. If it okay. sounds unreal, if it sounds too much to be true, if it sounds too great to be true, then probably it's not true. That really is the rule. In other words, where we have, and people from all over the world now are phoning. They phone you yes. uh, and they, they tell you that you have just won a $500 thing. Uh, you, you have never entered into any uh, uh, any lotto, and somebody rings you with from a number that is you, you don't know, and they tell you you have won five hundred thousand pounds, mm -hmm. and all it requires is for you to send uh, two pounds, and you get that money. Yes. Why should anyone make you rich? Why should anyone uh, tell you a story like that? So if it sounds untrue, probably it's not true. So. Um, the, 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 the coins you have mentioned, uh, crystal or crypto, whatever they call it, <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, for me personally, as an individual uh, who has been in the capital market virtually all my life, I cannot encourage anyone to go that way. Uh, you want to, 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 to end wealth, end wealth under the circumstances I spoke about earlier. Uh, uh, don't turn money into into a god, but 
don't reach out for things that clearly uh, are a lie. Thanks. That's it. Thanks a lot. Um, well, um, I'm sure you've seen this. Yes, of course. Um, well, what I would advise as somebody that deals in the market on, on, on a daily basis um, is that it's, it's best to invest in an instrument that has underlying value, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, by underlying value, I mean to say, for instance, if you look at um, what's uh, equities, um, mm -hmm. which, which are listed say, on the do sale or any other exchange, you find that behind that number, or behind whatever you're seeing there, there is a real company mm -hmm. uh, that that value represents, mm -hmm. something that's verifiable. Uh, something that's ordinary called a net asset value, something that's uh, proven, so to speak, uh, something that is real. Mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, with the virtual currencies, the value is so much in perception. Mm. Yes, perception, people from around the world who have this perception that um, this particular cryptocurrency is worth this particular amount, because of what people feel. So it means that perception can be very volatile. It can go very high yeah. um, due to what I call technical factors where there's too much demand. Mm -hmm. So the, um, the value goes up or can actually crash to zero mm. because there's no, um, yes, when the, the demand falls, it can, it can go down. So it doesn't have underlying value. Yeah, so that's the risk that is there in uh, some of these virtual currencies. Yeah. You could make a lot of money. Uh, people have made money, uh, but it's um, if you're to do that, if you've got money that you can put at very great risk, mm -hmm. um, yes, fine, uh, you, you <laughs> could do that. But in terms of solid investment that is based on fundamentals, uh, I don't think you um, should go there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. We have a question from uh, someone in the audience, and uh, they're asking, is it possible for Zambians to invest in international money markets like the New York Stock Exchange, Johannesburg Stock Exchange, London? Yeah, certainly. Uh, there, there's no restriction that for a Zambian, you can only invest on the Osaka Stock Exchange. There are Zambians currently now who have got shares on, 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 on the market in Johannesburg or New York or, or London. There's no restriction at all. Yeah. Especially in this day and age uh, when uh, uh, foreign exchange uh, regulations are virtually soft mm -hmm. in the sense that you can send out money and you can receive money. There right. was a time when that was not possible. Mm -hmm. If you received two pounds, you took it to the Bank of Zambia for them to record that somebody gave you two pounds in London. Right. But now things are uh -huh. uh, uh, yeah. Right, right. Thanks. Um, let me add to that. Yeah. Okay. With this internet age, um, particularly for young people that have a lot of, um, that uh, are very curious, mm. yes, there are a lot of interesting things that um, 
can be done on the internet. You can you can get a, a fund manager out there and a broker. You can get a position. Uh, but in terms of the sort of old school kind of investing, uh -huh. um, it is best if you really want to um, uh, uh, have a long-term position. Right. It's best to invest in a fund, uh, what are normally called mutual funds, where you have specialist managers that manage according to a particular investment philosophy. Mm. Yes. Buying a single um, stock, like for instance, Apple um, or Facebook, well, you can do that, and you, but you need a lot of time to be following what you what is going on, mm -hmm. because uh, in a fraction of a second, you know the stock can just tank, um, right? Uh, because of some news that could be there in the market. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you are and what's called an active investor, yeah, you can buy Apple, you can buy a very specific stock, but if you Want to put your, your money aside and you want it to maybe grow steadily so you could uh, buy into what's called a mutual fund uh, which um, is, go is governed according to a particular style mm -hmm. yeah so that is uh, perhaps um, if you don't have much time to on a daily basis mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. follow your position yeah so there are many ways that that can be done right right thanks yeah. so mr uh seeing that you are an md yeah, of a yeah. uh, broker firm, how many? Uh, I'm sure there are lots. So, and uh, how many broker firms are currently in Zambia? And uh, for an individual, do they have to pay an amount to get to work with the broker firm? How, how, how does that work? Okay, currently there is five firms. That are, are they all in Osaka? Do we have some ones in Osaka? Yes. Um, our company has an office in Kitwe, uh -huh. but now with the internet, you know, you can be anywhere. You can be in Iceland. You, we can still uh, talk to you. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so there are five firms um, on the Luce. If you go to the website, mm -hmm. you'll be able to see them. Um, so they are run differently. There are some where you need to pay some money to uh, to start trading, but. Uh, uh, most of them, including ours, you just need to be able to invest a minimum of 500 kwacha. Okay. Uh, then we get you started. Mm -hmm. Yes, we buy you a few positions, uh, then you can start. Ah, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Ambassador, you did mention that uh, in your presentation, how that uh, when beginning to, to trade on, on Luce, mm -hmm. uh, you can do that as a startup using the alternative Luce market, yes, uh, yeah. the Luce alternative market. Yes, and you talked about having even a mere business plan can get you there. Is that right? So if a startup individual out there has got a bankable business plan and they haven't had that returns, you talked about having 250 or 500,000 and haven't had that kind of money. So yeah. the business plan, they're able to go to Luce and yes. socialize. Um, uh, the business plan is part of mm -hmm. the list that I gave. Ah, okay. So you, you don't have to have nothing and you just have a business plan. No, oh, okay. you have all those <laughs> things are outlined and then plus a business plan. Mm -hmm. In other words, the business plan becomes an alternative 
to having your audit accounts, uh, having uh, uh, shown that you are making money in the last three years and so on. Mm -hmm. If you haven't got that, but you have a business plan, that, that helps you. Okay, yeah. thanks. And uh, Mr. Kanyanga, I'd like to find out how, how does one make money on Lucy? Say, you know, when we're watching the news, yes. like we'll be doing tonight, yeah. you've got uh, numbers yeah. scrolling on the bottom there okay. from different companies. Yeah. So how does an individual buy shares in a particular company? And how, how does Lucy make money? Because it feels like it's Father Christmas. They say, bring your money and we'll give you money back. How do they make money? Okay, uh, thank you for that uh, very fundamental question. Um, basically, the theory around uh, the stock exchange is that you are buying a, a stake, a small stake in a company. Mm -hmm. Simply that, that is what it is. Mm -hmm. in reality, that you are buying uh, a stake in a company. Uh -huh. So it's a, it's a platform which, which allows you to do that. So um, all those prices that you, you see at the bottom of the screen just indicate how much you need to pay for any one particular share. Okay. So um, you're, what you essentially are doing by buying a stake is that you share in the risks and fortunes of that company. You know, mm -hmm. a business can either do very well or it can do very bad. Mm -hmm. So by buying a stake, you are sharing both in the fortunes and the risks that are associated with that company. Mm -hmm. So, uh, which means that if you buy a stake in that company, if the company makes money, uh, the two ways that your wealth will increase is if everybody can see that yeah. this company is doing well, then of course the, 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 the stock price of that company will tend to rise. Right. And then that's what capital, what I call capital gains. And in addition to capital gains, uh, what you find is that uh, when this company um, makes a profit, the company that you've invested in, ordinarily what they will do is that they will suppose give some of the money back to continue to invest in the business but some of the money they will distribute uh to shareholders to enable them participate in that success of the company mm -hmm. yes so that are the those are the two ways in which you will um you will make money through dividends as well as through capital gains but however you it means that if um, the performance of that company goes south, mm -hmm. means you can lose money. Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, if the fundamentals of the company become weak, then uh, the market players can see that then they want to sell their positions. And uh, with that sell pressure down, it will reduce the share price of that company. Mm -hmm. And if it's not doing well, it means that it's difficult, you probably won't be able to get dividends the near future yeah yes so it is participating in the activities of a particular company yeah perhaps yeah. this is more yes. addition to what yeah. you said and very correctly so is that um uh there is a warning that is always issued uh, whenever uh, information is being 
relate to the public on, on shares mm. that prices may may, may, may go up yeah. or come down. Mm. That's one. Two, uh, there's always um, advice that anybody who wants to participate should consult a broker. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it's always very, very uh, key that any participant on the on the on the market, whether it's Osaka Stock Exchange or Jonasburg London, always consult your broker mm -hmm. because they, they, that's their job. They have mm -hmm. all the information that they will give you uh, before you rush into purchasing uh, shares or, or a particular given stock. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, from, from from what you're saying and from the questions I'm seeing in the chat room. Uh, it appears that capital markets could be a game of chance. How, how is, we've got someone in the chat room, Court uh, Brand Jangwand, is asking, are there any types of businesses that you wouldn't recommend a creature to engage in, e.g., gambling, forex deals that mainly involve profits in all people's ignorance or mistakes? And we've heard, especially from the movies we've watched, how that the way the stock exchange works is that if you've got inside information about how a company is about to fall out or win, you can make a decisive move to profit from that. Yeah, actually, that's an offense inside the trading. Oh. In other words, where where your cousin works for a company, uh -huh. and the cousin tells you that our company will be, will be closing or mm. will be shutting down, mm. so sell shares, and you quickly sell shares, or our company has hit gold, Yes. And you quickly buy shares. Ah. Inside the trading is when you get information which is not available to the rest of the, of the market. Mm. Uh, that, 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 that's an offense. It, it, it's a serious matter. But uh, um, capital market has been described as, as, as gambling, yes. I recall there was a minister of finance mm -hmm. uh, many years ago when we went to advise I almost gave up by describing her or he. Mm. Then you, you, you <laughs> haven't had that many ministers of finance, yeah. uh, women. But but this particular minister mm -hmm. described it that it's gambling, mm. and she, she uh, we, we can't have Zambian uh, companies being allowed to uh, to gamble and uh -huh. so on. Uh -huh. But the capital market is not gambling. Mm. Uh, uh, if you get proper advice from the broker, mm. and they keep they, 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 they keep on giving you advice on how the particular stock is doing. Mm. It, it's a business you you, 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 you you can rely upon, and, and, and people have been known to uh, to raise good money uh, for their for their for their uh, for their benefits and so on and so forth. Uh, but obviously, there are some people out there who all they do is gamble. Yes. They sit on their laptop uh, when New York opens, when New York is closing, the, uh, Hong Kong is opening, and so on and so forth. So that they, they do gambling, but you can do business without necessarily as being a, a, a gambler. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to come? Uh, yes, please. Um, no, it's, it's, it's not gambling at all. Um, it's mm. a very special skill. Um, what's called gambling is it's called technical analysis. Now, there are two ways. There are two ways to approach investing in the stock exchange. Okay. You can, um, through studying the performance of, of various companies, getting um, quarterly statements, um, talking to management, 
you can have insights. Now, this has got to be based on what's called um, public information. You can get insight into how a, a company is performing. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the particular industry group, uh, for instance, in the COVID era, you know, the Zoom, mm -hmm. um, the number of subscribers increased mm -hmm. 24. Yeah, very well. Yes, yeah, yeah, 24. So mm -hmm. if you had insight that, you know, this is the way that uh, the world is going to go, everyone will be talking on Zoom, then uh, if you placed your position uh, uh, properly, then of course you would have made a lot of money. Now, that is, is not gambling, it's having market insight, mm -hmm. uh, knowing how the uh, knowing the industry trends. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there are those people uh, that look at the fundamentals of the company, fundamentals of the economy, you know, because uh, for instance, people like Mr. Trump, mm. they may just crack a joke, but that joke can move markets, mm. you know. Um, so you find um, there are those people who, who would track the fundamentals of the economy, uh, fundamentals, you know, of particular companies, right. and therefore they can make decisions in terms of where to move their money, mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. can make a lot of money. Yeah, right. Now, there are some people, uh, and that's called fundamental analysis, when you look at um, fundamentals of the economy and those companies. So that's what's called technical analysis, there are people who don't bother to look mm -hmm. at um, what is happening in the economy. Mm -hmm. They simply look at trends, all those graphs and so on. So from those graphs, they can, they can see that this trend is going this way and mm. they provide, um, you know, uh, move their money around. Mm. That's all they do. They also can um, make money, but they can also lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, it is not gambling, um, like going to a casino. No, yeah. it's, uh, they have very specialized skills that are involved. Mm -hmm. In doing those things. Thanks. I think you actually answered yeah. a great deal uh, Chris Kakambole's question. How do you look for how do you look for to determine whether the company is worth investing in? I think you've kind of answered that one. There's a question from CJ saying, what's the minimum amount that one needs to buy stocks on the Zambian stock market? That's for you, Mr. Kananga. Then uh, Ambassador, you can answer, is there a book or resource that is so fundamental, so fundamental that you'd recommend individuals looking to go into this uh, capital market. One that has changed your world. <laughs> um, no, there was no book that changed my world. The, uh, the, we, we, we started in 1993 with no books. Uh, and right. we, 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 we were setting it up. Uh, uh, fortunately, the. The modern um, young person, you you don't need to wait for a grey-haired person to give you mm. advice on what book to read. Mm. You ask Uncle Uncle Google. Yes. That's all. Yeah. So you ask Uncle Google to start a stock exchange. What books? And there will be a million uh, uh, books to, to come up there. So uh, that's one. Two. But if you want a book that may help you with regard to understanding the Capital market in Zambia. Mm -hmm. the, the, the stock brokers are the best place to start from. One can go to the Lusaka Stock Exchange itself. Okay. One can go to any of the uh, stock broking firms uh, and, 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 and inquire from there. Uh, but Googling will give you the information that you, that, that you need. Right. Uh, uh, 
So for me, if, if the question presupposes that an individual is about to invest in the market, I would not, I would not encourage the person to read the book first. I would encourage the person to speak to an individual, a stockbroker, and actually discuss uh, that I have so much money. They will be able to advise you using the information uh, he referred to earlier to advise you that the best thing is to start with this uh, store. Um, it, it's something uh, common sense would say that if you put all your eggs in one basket mm -hmm. and the basket drops, you obviously everything. you lose everything. Mm -hmm. So that means that uh, even when you are investing on the market, you may not want to put everything in one basket. The stockbroker may advise you to put something in this, something in that, something in this, wow. so that as this particular uh, uh, um, uh, investment you have made, the company is doing very well. Perhaps the other one is doing very badly, and so on. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's a, it, the, the, the information and the knowledge uh, that, that of the market that the stockbroker has would help it, uh, you as, an, as a new investor on how to invest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stockbroker Zambia, you can start your portfolio with just 500,000. But it'd be good to uh, build it up over time. Uh, um, Rather, uh, investing, like say, a guy walking on the street, yeah. you want to invest in it. I think investing in a company, yeah. 500,000 quarter. Well, or, if you want, uh, say, to start investing. Yes. Uh, the minimum that you could start with, if this yeah. is a dealing with offer, okay. is, is 500. That's, that's a very minimum. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, but of course, it's good to grow your portfolio over time. Okay. Um, so, sorry, you meant 500 quarters? Yes. Not 500,000. No, 500,000. 500. No. 500. <laughs> 500. I thought 500,000 okay. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, and also just to clarify something. Uh, when we talk about what the capital market has to offer, mm. it's not only equities, which are stocks. Mm -hmm. from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There are other instruments mm. that are in the capital market. Uh, some of them are um, what are called fixed income instruments. Okay. Yes. Um, um, and to, to, to have an exposure to these, um, there are many funds. Uh, those are called collective investment schemes uh, that are available where you can actually place money. Now, the difference between what's called a fixed income instrument and the equities that um, we talked about earlier is that we, a fixed income instrument is uh, basically um, like putting money in a bank. Mm -hmm. uh, then you have um, some interest that is, that is um, put uh, on the money that, uh, right. that, that you yeah. So that one has got lower downside risk um, uh, in the sense that uh, normally interest would be almost all the time would be positive. But of course, it also has limited potential. So it's good. Um, our friends who come from this country have been investing for years, it's good to have a portfolio of equities which have uh, a lot more uh, risk, so to speak, and also some uh, money in this collective investment scheme. Now, the collective investment schemes have a higher return mm. than putting money in a commercial bank. Mm -hmm. Normally, yes. Um, uh, because what happens is that um, 
in a collective investment scheme, uh, the manager of the scheme aggregates what many investors puts to uh, put together, mm -hmm. and then is able to then make a placement. Say, for instance, in treasury bills or in government bonds, or in um, in 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 other corporate debt instruments. Yeah. So. Um, investing in collective investment schemes is a much more uh, sophisticated way than just going into a commercial bank. And I would encourage uh, brethren to uh, seek that avenue if you are much more risk averse. And also it's just good to diversify your portfolio. Uh, it's good to have some fixed income instruments as well. Particularly at such a time as we are in now where interest rates in Zambia are extremely high, you, you can I get a good return mm -hmm. uh, from um, those collective investments. Just wanted to indicate yeah. that uh, there, are, there are many other instruments, and also um, just to indicate that uh, for, uh, if I'm allowed, mm -hmm. for stockbroker Zambia, will be uh, will be things like. Um, I'm not sure that you're allowed to mention your company. Okay, maybe let me speak generally. Yeah. I, I can speak now on behalf of the uh, uh, Lusaka Securities Exchange. Yeah. That there are many instruments that, as market players, mm. we are working on to, uh, to design, which will soon come to the market, which mm. will create more avenues of investing. Uh, mm -hmm. One of them uh, is, includes um, things like uh, in Zambia here, but uh, tracking uh, the gold price. Yeah. So there may, may be many other instruments. Yeah. There will be commodities uh, we are as, as an exchange, because mm -hmm. we are members of the, of the, of the exchange. Mm -hmm. So we are designing all those things. So that there should, in the very near future, be a lot more uh, exciting mm -hmm. instruments. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right, right. Yes. Can I just yeah. add on? Uh, you mentioned a very important thing about the fact that uh, there is not the, the, the investment that one can do on mm. the stock market is not just shares uh, by by uh, buying shares in a particular company, but by investing in a CIS, um, a, a collective investment scheme. One of the reasons why a collective investment scheme is attractive is that. When you buy the share of a collective investment scheme, the collective <laughs> investment scheme itself invests in more than one organization. So by just that one move, you purchasing shares in a collective investment scheme, you are exposing yourself to several other uh, companies that the CIS has invested in. So that, that's something that uh, can be looked at by, 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 by believers. Thanks. I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, this question is uh, not from the participants. Uh, it's from me. And one of the easiest way of uh, enticing or allowing people to come into the capital markets is by sharing uh, testimonies of seeing where how this has worked with other people. So I want to ask you to mention names of companies or individuals on the spot. <laughs> so I'd like you to just speak in general terms people or companies that have benefited from the capital markets that will make us and the audience want to 
invest in capital markets. Maybe you could chat. Yeah, that's a very important question. Um, first of all, okay, of course I can't mention things. No, 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 no. Um, but for instance, if you look at Zambia, okay, um, they started transporting their meat in mm. the back of a land rover. That's how they started. But now you can see how how big they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of UKs, you know, used to work. Um, he, he dropped out of school and was trying to fix computers. Yeah. And through the capital markets, he's, yeah. he's one of the wealthiest men in, in the world. Yeah. So now there are two things there. There's mm-hmm. investing in the capital market mm-hmm. um, so as, as individual, yeah. but there's also using the instruments that are available in the capital markets to build your business. Now, um, that was this what Ambassador was talking about. Now, that's one of the concerns I have. In fact, sorry if I'll be diverting what your program was intended on. Now, what I've seen in Zambia is that um, uh, even this week, you know, we talking to many fans mm-hmm. out there who want to bring money. Okay. But they will say that the minimum amount of money we can invest is a million dollars. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you find that there are few people that would have that absorptive capacity to be able to invest, to, up, to take in a million dollars. Yes. So one of the things as Zambians that we need, to, uh, as Christians in particular, is to just uh, use this thing of aggregating to build our businesses. Meaning to say that, for instance, one of the uh, over the last twenty years, one of the things that has happened in, in Zambia is that everyone has a small holding somewhere, three acres, five yes, acres, yes, you know. Yes. But then, you know, we just we, you just you, you just raise five hundred chickens and mm-hmm. go around selling to the brethren, and the, the thing doesn't grow, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but I've looked at, for instance, um, in New Zealand, you know. Mm. A very small population mm. where you find that they've done this thing of aggregating very well okay. where you know they have all these farmers then they put their milk together they, you know then they create a big company that will process the milk and they export currently 30 percent of all the, the dairy products that are there in the world yeah. mm. so what you can find is that um if 20 brethren you know you mm. you have tomatoes you know then you have an agreement you can aggregate your your, your produce mm. and um be sub- you talk, you call mr butter mm. uh, <laughs> that's if you can pick up your phone <laughs> <laughs> and then you so you can supply on a constant basis because one of the problems that um some of these um companies would have is that you just bring one one crate one crate of tomatoes they can't deal with you you know mm. but when you aggregate you know, that's actually the underlying thought around how a, a, a stock exchange works. You aggregate your efforts mm. and then you are, you're able to do something bigger. Mm. Yeah. So what would happen then if, say, this 20 of you, you grow tomatoes, mm. then you can raise money in the capital market mm-hmm. to grow your business. You can start processing the tomatoes. You can start processing your pork, you know, if you grow pigs. You can start processing your chickens. You know? That way you can grow. That is how you can use the capital market to to boost your business. Yeah, I thought that that's something I needed to mention. Right. And I was just talking to somebody from the Ministry of Agriculture today that that is 
one of the concerns that they have. People just working as individuals, not cooperating. You know? yeah. So we need to be able to work with other brethren to, mm. to have a much, much bigger impact. Right. So and, that's something that's very And the word is what you just said that the cooperative. Mm. Um, the cooperative movement was started in this country way back just shortly after independence. But we have gone through it, it rose and then disappeared, then rose again. Mm -hmm. But the concept of cooperating is, is, is always something that can be looked at. In other words, uh, if we're talking about believers, yes. uh, because you, you already have a lot, something in common, right. your belief in the Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you, you, you can trust each other. Uh, and, and, and therefore, even when there's, there's something that goes wrong, you can discuss it openly. You ought to anyway, mm. as believers. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. so, so it, it means that it's possible to, to form a cooperative uh, in and among uh, the, the Christians, and then do what, what he has just said about uh, moving further to go to the market and, and so on. Because what, one of the biggest problems that, that uh, uh, being on the market is, is when you are an individual. Mm. Yes, you can buy and sell, and you can make money, and you can lose money, mm. but as a cooperative, as a cooperative, not cooperative, as a cooperative, because you are a group of individuals, it's quite possible that uh, you, you, can, you, can, you can be able to invest on the market with a lot of um, discussions before a move is taken. Right. Uh, because sometimes as an individual, and especially uh, if, if you're not following what we we're discussing earlier, uh, what the Bible says, you may want to jump in and, and, and then you lose everything that, that, is, uh, uh, that, that we have. So cooperative would be probably a good yeah. way to go. Right. Yeah. Then uh, still on the testimonies, uh, Ambassador. Success stories, um, no names, but success stories. First of all, um, the what is success? Uh, that, that, that particular term expression is, is, is quite problematic itself. What, what is when you say something has succeeded? Mm -hmm. uh, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. uh, to me, it, it means two things. One, it means that when you were there and it was there and you leave it doesn't die if it dies then then you are not successful and it is not successful mm -hmm. uh, so that, that's one and the, the other aspect is that the of success is that the, the persons who who feed from it ought to continue with, with the um, lifestyle that that provides that, that, that allows them to live a decent life. Right. Um, so the capital market, uh, when it was started uh, in the 90s, uh, and I recall going to uh, CBU and, and, and addressing the students there and so on, it was seen at that time that this thing would come to an end in another five years. Mm. But that was 1993 when, when uh, Lucy uh, open its doors mm -hmm. uh, and today is 2020 and still moving yes the, there has not been 
a rapid increase in the number of uh, shares which are available on, 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 on the market for purchase. It hasn't really grown that much. I think there must still be 22, 23. 23 um, um, uh, companies which are available for, for sale. That's a very small, tiny number. Uh, and uh, we had hoped at that time that uh, all the state-owned enterprises which were being privatized would come to the market so that you, you flood the market with a lot of companies. So a few companies, uh, it, it's very difficult not to mention a name because otherwise it's very difficult to give us an example. But I'll give you an example of a company that had a different name and it produces cement. I don't know whether that, that, that's a nice. <laughs> That's a success story. Okay. And it was the very first company ever that to produce an IPO, an uh, initial public offer to, to the public. Uh, and, and, and it's succeeding up to today. And I know personally some shareholders who still receive uh, dividends up to today from 1995 yeah. and, and so on. Um, so um, for a believer, for a Christian, who has some extra cash, which they want to invest uh, properly, besides forming themselves into a cooperative, I would advise, and, and I'm very happy to, to hear that a, a believer is, is with, the, with the, uh, is the broker as well. Mm -hmm. He actually works with a friend of mine who was with me when we started. Yeah. Uh, Charles Martin. Uh, so I, I would urge the believers to go and see another believer to explain to them how they can invest. Mm -hmm. I would also urge the believers who have extra cash to form themselves into cooperatives following what he was advising here, whether you want to, 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 to grow tomatoes or some, something else and so on and so forth. Because as a cooperative, because you have something in common, you're all believers, you are truthful, and therefore you can be able uh, to, to, to do business properly. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. We are about to come to uh, the end of our first session of the Christian's Business Seminar. And uh, this business seminar is being held under the backdrop of COVID-19. Mm. A number of people are having more time on their hands, and a number of people have been exposed to Ponzi schemes. As we uh, tie down the discussion this evening, I'd love to get uh, your concluding remarks from each one of you and uh, your word of uh, advice, encouragement. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, um, there are a lot of people are making phone calls, who are sending messages, uh, as you say, because people seem to have too much time on their hands. and. Uh, because people are not working uh, and in the normal way, they have so many hours at hand. Right. Uh, colleges are closed, some schools are closed. I, at home, my son, who finished from five, uh, 2019, should have been in college now, but he's sitting at home, mm. uh, which means three quarters of the time he's on the phone. And I'm sure several other kids are doing the same. Uh, and, and therefore, uh, the cooks are also taking advantage of these mm -hmm. uh, huge number of people who are just waiting to be cheated. Yeah. So my advice really is that don't rush into any investment that sounds so attractive that when you read the first time, 
you can actually make money in two days. You'll be a rich man. That sort of investment is false. So my advice is that when you read something that says you must make this sort of money, you must make that sort of money, you must go to somebody you trust. Can you tell me the truth? Is this really for real or not? So you must check and check and check. If it's investment, go to a stockbroker. If it is something that is telling you, you can buy a number of, of shares and you'll be able to make money. If someone rings you, somebody sends you a message and says, you have won 500,000 pounds to a lottery, you never, you never bought a ticket. But they're telling you you have won. And then they ask you very easily, give us your details of your name, your account, bank number, because you are sending. It's a lie. If you have got 20, 20 quarter in your account, they will wipe it out before you know what is happening. So my advice to me, therefore, is that um, anyone who wants to business, you must ask somebody you trust about whether or not such a business is worth the while or not. For the believer, we said earlier, get into cooperatives, get together, begin cooperatives as believers. For those who want to go onto the market, we have a stockbroker who is a believer. Go and inquire from, from him to get advice. Right. That will be my last one. Right. Thank you very much. Yes, um, as a person that operates in the market, uh, one of the security uh, ambassador raised here is on the supply side in terms of uh, the, the, the companies, mm -hmm. uh, something which I alluded to earlier. Um, is that what we mostly did as a country is to privatize um, the state-owned enterprises. So we needed to have a lot more thinking by Zambians originating companies and bring them to exchange. So if you look at the way that um, uh, this is done, um, during the course of the day, I found uh, a number of people just to look at uh, some of the things that are happening currently. Mm -hmm. One of the things that um, I think we like as Zambians is um, what's called tenderpreneurship, mm. where you just see an advert, you supply this item, and uh, that's about it. That's it, yeah. Um, well, that could be good business, but uh, but we see that this is what is causing the country to have a lot of debt, mm. you know, because we are, you know, getting all these people queuing up at uh, all these government ministries and mm. prices are being inflated wow. and so on. So. Mm -hmm. so let's do some things that um, involve a lot more work than just filling in a tender and so on and uh, wanting to be successful. Uh, and so, which, which is not bad in itself, but there are too many people trying to chase that kind of business. Yeah. So we find that there are a lot of opportunities that are there in Zambia, we've got good climate, uh, we've got um, uh, so many things. There's been, mm -hmm. for instance, an uh, announcement that the government made that Saudi Arabia looking yeah, for so many goals yeah. and so on yeah so again if people could aggregate their efforts you know um 
talking about all these opportunities. There, you know, there's fish, fish farming. We have to, we, if you go to some um, supermarkets, you find fish from Thailand, you know, and and all those things. There's all these opportunities. So, I think as 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 believers, we need to sit back and look at all these opportunities and how we can um, work together mm -hmm. and be able to grow these things that we are already doing. In fact, you, you uh, talk to of believers, you find there a chicken run, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. a few chickens, so if you could grow all those things, uh, uh, increase the chickens that we're doing to 10,000, you know, aggregate with other people, then uh, we can do a lot more things. Then we can bring uh, whatever enterprise we have to the, to the stock exchange. Then we can have uh, wealth that is sustainable. Right. Yeah. So these short-term things that we would like to do uh, sometimes are not are not uh, the best. If you look at some of the things that the stock exchange is, is trying to put together, for instance, in commodity trading, uh, you find that uh, for the peasant farmers uh, out there in maybe Kaoma, you know, each one of them has 30 bucks, mm -hmm. and then uh, after they put their maize, they put on their road at the roadside and they sleep at the roadside, waiting. You know, maybe if Paria will get their yeah. maize, or maybe some person from Osaka will drive there. But if there could be some thinking around those farmers, they put together uh, all their efforts, we can have, we can go very, very far. That is fundamentally how all these companies, big companies, uh, have come to exist. Mm -hmm. Microsoft, um, it is as a result of, of course, Bill Gates was working hard, but then he invited people with money to mm -hmm. use, you know, and, and different people, you know, all these Apple, all these companies that, you know, look like, you know, um, they're so big. It's because yeah. of collective effort. Think of collective effort is fundamental to, um, uh, to working it's something that we and uh, we have to learn uh, as Zambians, as 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 God's people to just uh, work together. Right. Right. As, as, as the last word, um, Charles just, okay. no subject. Oh, <laughs> that maybe um, the last word ought to still be from God because we have discussed everything uh, and so on and, and, and I would not want us to go home without the emphasis from the word of God. Um, uh, the Bible does not frown upon business. In fact, uh, some of the uh, the people that we follow in the Bible were actually business people. If you look at uh, Abraham, for instance, when Abraham was moving with Lot, his, his mm. nephew, they, they talk about uh, so many things, hundreds of these and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. Uh, when Jacob is coming uh, uh, and, and, and the brother is going to meet him, they describe a lot of things, uh, Agrippa, Lydia, uh, they were doing business. Mm. So the word of God, uh, Job, uh, for instance, the things that 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 that, that yeah. were killed, huge hundreds of things. So th there are those are successful uh, 
business people, but they are believers, they are Christians. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they lived before Christ, but they were men of God. Uh, but they they had all those um, things. Mm -hmm. and, and the Bible talks about uh, um, a, a believer who has workers. You should pay them what it's worth mm -hmm. uh, for their work. Don't, don't, don't underpay them. <clears throat> uh, that means that business God does not say, don't do business. Do business, but do business in honesty and do business that you know is not against the word of God. Uh, there was an issue where somebody called, asked the question about gambling. Yes. Uh, it would be very sad for a Christian to get involved in gambling mm -hmm. because it, it, it's not of, of, of God. Uh, if a Christian uh, has a house and then rents rooms, and he knows, mm. she knows mm. that the people who rent the rooms are actually uh, selling their bodies. Mm. Uh, it's a brothel. Mm. But the business person, the, the Christian, turns the eye to the other side. Mm. That, that, that you can't touch. That's not business. That, that, that is against the word of God. Mm. So do business, but it must be within what the Bible says. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very Thank you much. Very much. Uh, it's been uh, a delight hosting the first session of the Christian's Business Seminar. Thank you for tuning in, uh, those here in the auditorium and those watching uh, from home, whether on Zoom, Facebook, or YouTube. Tomorrow's session starts at 10 hours uh, to 12 hours. And uh, today we had uh, Ambassador Mumbakapunpa and we had Mr. Jack Kanyanga. It's been a great delight having you on the panel. Thank you very much. It's been a very informative uh, discussion. As we end, I'll ask us to just close in prayer. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you for this mandate you've given to us to subdue the earth, to be fruitful, O Lord, to represent you well, to honor you with the works of our hands. We thank you for this topic of, topic of capital markets. We ask, O Lord, that you might help us to be bold and encourage us, O Lord, to take up this step to assess and uh, put to practice the things we've learned here. Now be pleased, O oh Lord, to uh, dismiss us with your blessings, to meet once again. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. The Christian's Business Seminar is an initiative of the Conference Ministry in partnership with the Media Ministry of Kabwata Baptist Church. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Good night.